Hi everyone, I'm Dave. And I'm Marvin. It's day nine, and this is God's Big Story. Season two! <laughs> it's a story. It's big! Never boring. No way! For his glory. Always! It's God's Big Story. So good afternoon, everyone, or as they say in France, bon afternoon. Hi, everyone. Nobody knows what he's gonna ask now. It's Marvin, the friendly, curious cow. So, do they really say that in France, Dave? Well, no, but I'm sure they would if they knew what afternoon meant. Oh, I see. Okay. You know, I went to France once, Dave. Oh, you did? Yeah. You know what moo is in French, Dave? I don't, Marvin. Well, it's still moo, but they kind of say it with a funny accent. So instead of moo, like a normal cow, they say moo. Oh, I'm not sure I hear the difference, Marvin. Oh, come on, Dave. Moo, that's how I say it, and moo, that's French. Come on, you can't hear the difference? Mm, Not really, Marvin. Oh, gosh, you humans. Anyway, Marvin, it is Thursday. Oh, I know, Dave. I am ready. Hit that jingle button. It's interesting. 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 Interesting fact with Marvin. Okay, here goes, Dave. Here comes an interesting fact. So, there are over 100 different kinds of animals named in the Bible. Sheep get mentioned most often, but there is not a single cat mentioned anywhere. Oh, interesting. Although there are lions. They're kind of cats. Yeah, but I mean just like normal little cats. You know, they're just not in there. Hmm. Well, yep, that's another interesting fact, Marvin. Oh, I know, Dave. Yeah, I got tons of them. Okay, well, Marvin, it's time for us to get back to Second Thessalonians. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so yesterday, Paul was reminding the Thessalonians that Jesus is in charge and he's coming back. Yep, that's right. Now, today, in chapter 2, well, Paul needs to set some things straight. Oh, like what? Well, it seems like someone in Thessalonica was saying, oh, I've got another message from Paul, and Paul says that Jesus has come back already. Oh, wow. Yeah, so that left the Thessalonians feeling like, well, what is going on? Has Jesus come back already? If he has, he hasn't come to us. Has he abandoned us? Are we suffering for nothing? Have we been left behind? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that would be awful. Exactly. So Paul writes to say, no, of course Jesus hasn't come back. He says, you'll know when Jesus comes back. Now, you'll also hear him talk about the man of sin. So before Jesus returns, this man of sin will appear. Oh, well, who's that, Dave? Professor, who is this man of sin? Uh, well, we don't know. Oh, well, that's not super helpful, Professor. 
Yeah, I know. People have some different ideas what Paul meant when he talks about this man of sin. The Thessalonians, they probably knew. Seems like Paul had talked to them about it before, but yeah, us, well, we're not so sure. Is it a person? A ruler? A king? Is it maybe a whole nation? Mm, yeah, we're not too sure. But it is a something or a someone that is evil and that stands against God, yeah? Oh, okay. But what's really important, you see, is Paul is not trying to give some secret code for us 2,000 years later so that we can figure out who this man of sin is. Paul is writing to the Thessalonians back then. He wants to comfort them, to say, when Jesus comes, there will be no doubt. He will flatten the powers of evil that are against him. He will destroy this man of sin. You won't miss it. No one will be left wondering, has Jesus come back? Everyone will know. Oh, I see. Yeah, thanks, Professor. So, boys and girls, let's listen as Paul talks about this man of sin and talks about how Jesus will destroy him. So, what is it about Jesus that will destroy the man of sin? That's what I want you to listen for today. Oh, okay. And then, well, Paul tells the Thessalonians to do something with what they have been taught. So what should they do with it? Okay, great. So what about Jesus will destroy the man of sin? And, well, what should the Thessalonians do with what they have been taught? Okay, I got it. Let's go. Over to you, Janice. Hello, everyone. Today's reading is 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 1 to 16. Brothers and sisters, we want to ask you something. It has to do with the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. It concerns the time when we will go to be with him. What if you receive a message that is supposed to have come from us? What if it says that the day of the Lord has already come? If it does, we asked you not to become easily upset or alarmed. Don't be upset whether that message is spoken or written or prophesied. Don't let anyone trick you in any way. That day will not come until people rise up against God. It will not come until the man of sin appears. He is a marked man. He is headed for ruin. He will oppose everything that is called God. He will oppose everything that is worshipped. He will give himself power over everything. He will set himself up in God's temple. He will announce that he himself is God. Don't you remember? When I was with you, I used to tell you these things. Now you know what is holding back the man of sin. He is held back so that he can make his appearance at the right time. The secret power of sin is already at work, but the one who now holds back that power will keep doing it until he is taken out of the way. Then the man of sin will appear. The Lord Jesus will overthrow him with the breath of his mouth. The glorious brightness of Jesus' coming will destroy the man of sin. The coming of the man of sin will fit how Satan works. The man of sin will show his power through all kinds of signs and wonders. These signs and wonders will lead people astray. So people who are dying will be fooled by this evil. These people are dying because they refuse to love the truth. The truth would save them. So God will fool them completely. Then they will believe the lie. Many will not believe the truth. 
They will take pleasure in evil. They will be judged. Brothers and sisters, we should always thank God for you. The Lord loves you. That's because God chose you as the first to be saved. Salvation comes through the Holy Spirit's work. He makes people holy. It also comes through believing the truth. He chose you to be saved by accepting the good news that we preach. And you will share in the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. Brothers and sisters, remain strong in the faith. Hold on to what we taught you. We passed our teachings on to you by what we preached and wrote. Our Lord Jesus Christ and God our Father loved us. By his grace, God gave us comfort that will last forever. The hope he gave us is good. May our Lord Jesus Christ and God our Father comfort your hearts. May they make you strong in every good thing you do and say. Thanks, Janice. So, Marvin, what about Jesus will destroy this mysterious man of sin? Yeah, I got this, Dave. It's the glorious brightness of Jesus. Yep, that's right. Good job. And that's pretty awesome, huh? You have this man of sin, whoever or whatever that is, and Jesus just comes back and is so glorious, his glory just destroys anyone and anything that is against him. I mean, wow, that's incredible. Okay, and then what does Paul say the Thessalonians should do with what they've been taught? Oh, yeah, yeah. He said they should hold on to what they've been taught. That's right. And boys and girls, we need to do the same. That's kind of why we have God's big story, so we can get to know better and better what God wants to teach us from his word. We have to know it first so that we can hold on to it. So if someone came to us and said, oh yeah, Jesus has come back already. Back in 1914, he showed up again. Well, right away we would say, "Uh, no, no, the Bible makes it clear that if Jesus had come back, we'd know about it. He's coming as the conquering king, not to make some secret appearance somewhere that nobody knows about. Or if someone said, you know, Jesus wasn't actually God, he was just an angel. Or he was just a man like us. Well, we would say, no, he wasn't. He was God. And Jesus said about himself, before Abraham was, I am. You see, even back in Paul's day, people were making stuff up about Jesus. And they're still doing it today. Those things I just mentioned, there are groups today that teach those false things about Jesus. So we need to hold on to what the Bible teaches us what it has been teaching us for 2,000 years, so that when we hear some of these lies that people might try to tell us, well, just right away we know, no, that's not true. That's not what the Bible says. Okay, yeah, I see. So, today, boys and girls, when you pray, ask God to help you to know him and know his word better and better, so that we can hold on to it tightly, so that we can't be tricked by anyone about who God is, about what he has done, and about what he will do. Okay, yeah, got it, Dave. And that's it for day nine. So we will be back tomorrow to finish up week two. Okay, great. Yeah, so bye, everyone. We'll see you tomorrow for the quiz. Yeah, goodbye. We'll see you soon. God's Big Story is a ministry of Eden Grove Presbyterian Church. Music and jingles by Dave, Josh, and Josh. For more information and further resources, visit woodendonkey.org.